0: Good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'm Jay. And I'm Tendai. We are Exennials. The generation that grew up without the internet. Two fabulous
1: Fabulous. 80s babies. babies. Join us as we chat all things (laughs) Exennial.
2: Oh my gosh, I'm so privileged. Look so at excited. this. We, we, what do it, girl. We're do something new and fresh. What,
0: what season are we
1: on? What um? <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> episode we season, we and this is episode four.
0: Four season two, episode four. And at this point, Jay always gets excited because you know we be we be progressing out here. We be progressing. Yeah, making yeah. moves. Okay, ladies and gentle people, so you've probably heard we've got a third voice with us today, so this you know, is I didn't, our girl.
1: I didn't actually know you started, but I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going. I'm so going to get edited out. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, uh, <laughs> we actually started. <laughs> okay, so we've Go got ahead. our girl with Start us, um, Latoya. So, guys, you always hear me and Tindai, Tinder and I to be English correctness, as my mum was always correcting me. Um, she's a member of the Get Fresh Fruit crew, ya, So she needs that extra, extra. She be one of our girls, and she's kindly agreed to come on and discuss a few topics around courtship, being engaged, being married, being a words, You know what's it like to be a Christian wife, and just dropping them gems, as we always want to come through, with you, come through to you guys with gems, empowerment. You know, uplifting, be educational, be educate, you know, be entertaining you and all of that good stuff. So, how are
1: how are we, ladies? Very good. Um, I hope everybody's doing well, given what's been going on. Um, depending (laughs) on when you listen to this.
0: What? They're trying to kill us. To oh,
1: kill us. <laughs> I'm that? just joking. I'm just joking. Because we're not in studio or anything, so we can't actually see each other. So I just have oh, to. Oh yeah, it's waiting. a
0: virtual one, people. Spouse, it's a virtual yeah, one, but
1: it's been all right so far. I really can't complain. God is good, oh, he's good. Amen. <laughs> how are Amen. you doing? Tea, are how asking you asking me? Oh, sorry.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. Just just praying through it trying to keep positive every day giving god thanks so yeah. i'm blessed you know
1: one of the things Amazing. i wanted to ask though is like what are we We i know jay we had a conversation about this like earlier up but what are we doing to kind of maintain our well-being and our mental health have you guys been up to anything i haven't really That's... i'll be honest
0: i'm trying to just um t and i and a few of other ladies, we've been going to the gym recently, so I'm sure mm-hmm. Latour feels the same as me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting into it, and now they want to look after team So mm. I've been trying to do my workouts at home. I've been doing it with my mum actually, which has been really nice. So yeah, I remember Mama Christine that was on a few episodes ago. So yeah, we've been working out together. Um, just using really what I've been learning at the gym and the classes. Doing, I've done an online one um, once already. So I'm just trying to keep on top of that. Um, imagine I've got invited. Remember last week, Tindai, and we were talking about a book club. So I've now been invited to a book club and I know um, Tindai's joined it as well. So just trying to do a bit more reading. And I'm really busy myself, to be fair. I I know that I'm not going to enjoy the second period of people telling me I can't do this and I can't see this family member and I can't see that member. So I am being quite busy and making sure that my mind's like that. I just want to stay busy, Stay prayed up and stay positive. That's what I'm trying to do for my mental well-being. And just checking up on my friends, phoning people, making sure that everyone's okay and saying how I feel. So like, in the first instance, I was like, you know what, I hollered at some of my cousins. I was like... I don't think I'm going to do well with this because so, I said it out loud and I kind of like admitted it to myself now yeah. I'm putting things in place to make sure I don't get depressed or I don't get down or do you know what that's, I mean because you know when you just know yourself really, I can't cope with being you know in one place you know, everybody knows Jay as soon as I get the opportunity I'm on the motorway going here then everywhere I find this I don't like the idea of not being able to do that mm, mm. I think it's
1: really important that like you said Jay to just let just express how you feel and to actually say out loud what it is that you're experiencing whether you're expressing that with another friend or your partner or to god even you know just saying things out loud I, I find allows you to process things a lot a lot better so um, I think that's one one of the things I've been doing I've, I've, I've been quite chilled as you guys know in the sense that I haven't been actively at work I've, I'm working from home at the moment but I am trying to process feelings and thoughts and things by kind of expressing that either through writing or just talking so yeah that's something that I think I would encourage other people to do as well.
0: What anyway. about you T what you've been
1: doing?
2: Um, it's more or less the same as what you've just said, so gymming it, but it's it's so disappointing. That the gyms are closed because yeah. we have been getting into a routine, and it, it's so important for mental health um to be working out and just doing something for yourself, and then seeing the progression and feeling healthy, watching your body change, looking amazing in your outfits. And now it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's the winter period. I'm gonna eat nonsense. Like I'll be real with you. I had curry and chapatis last night. <laughs> I had about four chapatis, right? <laughs> so I'm I'm already seeing my stomach grow in my mind. I mean, it probably isn't, but in my well, there's like... to big <laughs> again I expect to see you there. yeah but well,
0: well, and you I, I love
2: it. the classes I love the classes right but it's it's not the same as going out it and isn't. going into that environment you know about being around like minded people but definitely Jim yeah. Jim has been amazing but um for anyone who who is like me and Jay definitely join online classes or do it with your friends or do it with your family like was doing with her mom like you can get on Zoom and we can use that technology to continue the continue the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been doing? I am part of a 40-day um, prayer. Um, and it's it's with people at uh, the North England Conference. So anyone that knows me, I am incredibly spiritual. I will mention God probably about a thousand times during this episode. Um, because that's who I am. It, it just naturally comes out. But I'm part of the 40-day prayer which is amazing as well. So 6am every morning, I'm praying with brand new people um, every single morning. And that's great. It gives you a calm and a peace mm-hmm. and it puts you in the right state of mind to start your day. Okay. Um, that, and that is... Is that like a on.
1: meeting or do you just... Yeah,
2: it's like... on Zoom, so um quite often you've got like a hundred a hundred people or so every morning praying together that's amazing we listen to a short sermon yeah we listen to a short sermon in the morning um it's about 20 minutes from different pastors um from different areas of north England conference and then after that you're split up on zoom it puts you into different rooms with around five oh. or six people it automatically jumps you into a room um people give testimonies and then you pray about certain topics and there's going to be a revival at the end, or about around December, a revival session with um, this American pastor, um, which we'll all be part of, and we're praying towards that, and just praying for the situation, COVID nineteen, mental health, um, people that are are very ill, people that are going into hospital and not coming out alive, families that are struggling financially. So we're praying for all of these things that are happening. Man, it's really good. It's really, really amen. Really That's good, right. oh, thank That's you
0: it um, does it does and i do i have to definitely agree with t there like i do definitely see a difference to when i've took the time to have my devotion and you know taking a spiritual word from god to when i've just got up in the morning and i'm rushing around like a blue ass fly and then i'm like oh gosh yeah do you know what i mean mm, so i do yeah. i pray daily but there's a different level to it when you set that special time aside with god yeah. definitely and I yeah
1: think-
0: even people be like, oh, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in this, I don't believe in that. Okay, but still have a quiet time. Do you that's not what, that's up, what I
1: was gonna say. You not
0: just be rushing not up me. and down. Like for me, everybody knows I'm also Christian. So for me, yes, I w- I'm gonna put God on it. It's not no universe or whatever else people wanna say. I will call God's name, Yeshua, Christ Jesus. I don't I'm not ashamed. However, I understand that that's not everybody's belief. So we were saying that. The point that we're making is you have that time with people with yourself mm-hmm. and gather your thoughts and make sure you have got a clear mind to the best yeah, of yours absolutely
1: life. yeah there's something to be said about just having that special time for yourself and with your creator or for those people who don't believe in that at least having some form of reflective time um it really really does make a a, a complete difference um In your day to day, so yeah, I think I think people can take away from that for sure. Mm. Right. I'm really um. I'd like to get into our topic. Yes, (laughs) our topic. So as Jay mentioned earlier, um, we're gonna be talking about uh, you know, marriage, different stages of a relationship. So you know that. Prior to marriage, you've got the courtship period, and you have the period of engagement. Then you have that honeymoon period, which is like, you know, early in marriage, the first year or first few years of marriage. And then you have the veteran stage, which is like for the um the pros. I don't know if it's for the pros, but I don't know. Um, again, you got- when you've been married a hot minute. Well, in comparison, I wouldn't say that but like I was gonna say we're all kind of in different phases at the moment um of that you know of that journey and I'd like to start with T here um how have you find how have you found um marriage in general like um being a newlywed do you consider yourself still to be a newlywed how is how has the experience been for you mm.
2: You know, it's so strange, like, uh, I've been with my husband for four years, mar- married for one year, but it feels like we were married from the moment we met, I know, I know that sounds strange, oh, but so it feels like we were married from the moment we met, and then even when we did, even then when we got married, we woke up the next morning, I was expecting to feel a bit different, like, and there was no difference, and the reason why is because we were just connected from the get-go, like, Mm. It just feels like we've been we've known each other for years, so to answer your question, no, i don't consider myself as a newlywed. I am loving um married life
0: mm-hmm.
2: um but it feels like my relationship with my husband feels like i've known him my whole life, even though we only met him four years ago
1: Wow, so that- I
0: love the way you say my husband. <laughs> my husband i love it i love it i love it you just sound so it just sounds like genuine happiness do you know what i mean like some people yeah. don't even use that terminology if you find people say partner and all these other things that i remember a few years ago well, years ago you know you guys know i'm bright and facey already and somebody mm-hmm. must have said oh my partner so i was like what do you mean partner are you going out with a man or a woman and this is when this whole obviously same-sex relationships was like quite taboo and I just asked her and I said I didn't get why you were saying why would you say the term partner what does that mean you know me I'll just ask you what I've got to ask you in it and then it turned out it was the same sex and I thought to myself well if you're gonna if you're gonna say I get a bit confused with that so I do appreciate when someone says husband or wife and has that that loving tone underneath it. I just think it just it's just I like beautiful. It as well. And you're claiming it like you're not just oh I'm married and my husband's over there somewhere and this is Mister and I'm Mrs. It's like you actually giving each other and recognizing those titles and those places in each other's lives. Mm. Mm. I think
1: it depends on who you're talking to as well in terms of you know I think it, well since I moved up here that's what people say they say oh my partner this or my partner that and. I guess you could say that it refers to if you're in a same sex relationship I suppose that's what you would But use.
2: to be to be honest I used to say partner before we got married Yeah Yeah I used to say partner when I referred to to my husband before we got married, I didn't know that it was used in any other way. Mm. Um because I was simply because I wouldn't say my boyfriend because I'm not I'd I'd see the term boyfriend and girlfriend for young folk. Do you get yeah, what I mean? I agree with So that. I'm not gonna no, say oh my boyfriend.
0: No, but I said that about my other half. Um so I went somewhere a couple <laughs> of years ago and I was like yeah this is oh I think no someone yeah that was it. it was New Year's Eve and we'd gone out and as you guys know we met at New Year's Eve in New Year's Eve. And um, mm. a friend of mine had had um, Mela. This was a good few years ago, actually. And then I went to pick her up. And she had family over. And, like, I know the whole family and stuff. And she was like, oh, how did you spend your New Year's? And, stuff. and I says, oh, I was with my boyfriend.
1: And she looked at mm. me and
0: says, what do you mean, boyfriend? And I says, well, we're not engaged. And I'm not married. So is my boyfriend? Yeah. But I never looked at it how you looked at it. But that's what she meant. She was like, oh, you're a bit young to be having a boyfriend. But to me, until you're until you or- move on to something else... Yeah, that's what she says to me. I was a bit. I'm a bit young to refer to my other half as a boyfriend. When I'm like, well, what else is he? We're not engaged. You're not my fiance.
1: I guess. Though I, so.
0: I didn't know what else I would say. Obviously, we move, but I'm just that. I, sometimes I, that's why I love when people say, "Oh, my husband." I just 100%. think he's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it just depends on what you're comfortable saying. To be honest, like, I don't, yeah, I what other people have to say.
0: <laughs> At the time, though, I was just GBS. I was like, I didn't get. You know, when someone, you know, when someone makes an emphasis to make like I am stating partner with 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 intent. So I picked up on that. So that was obviously a different thing. My point is, I love the way T says it It just sounds so happy, just rolls up her tongue. You can hear the joy in it. Uh And it just it sounds like how she says it matches with the relationship that how she how she just explained that, you know, they've known each other for years. They feel like they've known each other for years. And it's like they've always been married because that was the intention in heart. Mm, mm.
1: So, what is it that you think drew you together? What do you think caused that connection? Um, what yeah made that connection? So you you say you felt like you're so connected, and Jay was saying, you know, even way the way you say my husband and the way that rolls off your tongue. Um, how how is it that you made? How did you find that initial connection? Because I would say that. <sighs> <laughs> not a lot of people would say the same thing like i think it's not rare but i think it's a, a unique quite a unique uh experience so do you want to share a little bit about that known him all of your life even though you've only known him for four years um that for me is quite ah uh, okay experiences you. that um what would you say ha um Brought you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: had that, um, gave you that kind of connection, yeah. yeah. That that part there. I mean, so those of you that that are listening, that do that knows me, and certainly these two ladies know me. I'm a woman of prayer. Like everything I do, prayer is is put Woo-hoo. in the midst before I do it. So before I met my husband, I was praying for six years. Um, for for my husband um and throughout the six years, and that 's a long wait. some people have waited longer though to be honest with you, some people have waited a shorter period of time, but throughout those six years, I was adamant like I had full faith that God had my husband, and i 'd experienced um relationships obviously prior to my husband. I had a child before I married um, my husband and i experienced the good and the bad and the ugly of relationships. So this time around, I said, you know what, I'm actually going to pray and I'm going to wait mm-hmm. for um, God to present the right person for me because who else knows me better but the Father in heaven? So I prayed and prayed and prayed. And throughout those six years, um, God revealed to me snippets of how my husband will look, what he would say, Um, And his personality, his character. So I was actually seeing these things in dreams and visions throughout the six-year wait. I don't even think I've shared that with you girls. I don't know. Um, I was actually seeing, yeah, I was actually seeing these things, like, down to, like, the minute detail. Like, um, I remember, I'll share one one dream with you. I remember um, sitting in the car and my now husband in the dream now it's amazing um was driving and I remember being in a it was a black car and my son who's 15 now was a bit younger and he was sitting in the back of the car and I saw my husband driving and I was beside him I couldn't see his face but I knew he was my husband and we was literally just driving and he handed me like his credit card and says go buy whatever you want to buy and I woke up out of that dream thought nothing of it I was like okay lord another dream about this this guy that I'm gonna Mm. meet now, fast forward years after that, my husband actually buys one of his first cars, it was wow. a black car, and he, literally he everything, card, the detail of the dream one. came well, into fruition, again. like everything, <laughs> and that's just one example, but there's, that's one example of many examples where God has shown me all the dreams you had over those six years I showed you, your husband will do, he will say Um i've I've had all of them come into fruition, and that's why when i met met my husband four years ago, I knew instantly that that was my husband instantly because I felt like I knew him and i I grew to to know who he was going to be before even meeting him before even laying eyes on him, so that's why when we met it was an instant connection um wow between us because it was almost like god was preparing my heart and mind to know the type of man he Um, was before he came do we believe
1: for both of us um something latoya was just talking about there it sounds as though um not sounds as though it is that god kind of ordained this person for you do we believe in soulmates
0: i think i do but i don't think i understand it completely if I'm honest I like the concept and I get I I, I like the concept and I believe the concept but if I'm honest I don't think I've looked into it enough Mm -hmm. I do feel for my situation I feel very connected Mm -hmm. but I would say my connection has been very um my connection my connection has grown Mm -hmm. over time and we've grown together Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean and I think the level of patience and understanding that we've had with each other to get to where we are now Mm-hmm. has been something that mm-hmm. god has groomed me into because i'm not the patientest of people at all mm-hmm. and i think i've had to learn to be patient learn to be more empathetic and just certain other characters that i can mm-hmm. see that i'm growing into a different kind of woman than i was say five ten years ago mm-hmm. as time goes on Do you say so it, i think
1: maybe it's something that you can you can grow to love someone or not love someone but grow into Mm. um, that kind of ideal relationship that works for you the kind of relationship that is for you rather than it being just okay Jay okay Jay this is your person and then it works straight away but for you it's more like growing into it and asking god to i think it's
0: for me now because of my previous situation mm. i think if it was a different situation like look, T said something so interesting whereby she knew what she wanted and she asked god for it and she waited for it and not in the sense that you know nothing else happened like she didn't have a date with someone or she didn't go out with someone else correct me if i say anything wrong here too. You. you know what i mean but in your heart you knew what you wanted and you didn't let go of that yeah and mm-hmm. I think that that is the no, key absolutely. for absolutely yeah <clears throat> I mm-hmm. know what I want but I only know what I want because I had something that was wasn't right for me yeah so now because I understand what I want and how to maneuver how to maneuver as a woman I think I'm just in, in a different place mm. so even and I think about also even when you read the bible and you look at relationships people work at them yeah do you know what I mean it's not just oh we're just in love and it's just going to be all roses and light no 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 no. you have to you know you have to work you have to want Mm. something and you have to want to want to develop it and I've learned that and I know Mm. definitely I can say um, hand on heart that um and you have to know how to be in a relationship I think sometimes too many of us want a relationship we want to be married but we don't know what it is to be in a relationship we don't know how to compromise we don't know how to think of other people first yeah and we just you know. I'm not going to say we don't know how to love but as we know there's different types of love and do we have that you know selfless love where we're just going to put the other person first no matter what or always think about them in everything that we're doing Mm. and that to me if you don't know that in the beginning and if you if you're not willing to learn those things that's when you can find your difficulties so I think you can have a you can have a soulmate you know but then if you're not willing to work with that person then what's the point
1: exactly yeah I don't think that it's um it's not easy at all there's so many challenges when it comes to relationships so even though you are quote-unquote destined to be with each other you still that's you're just at the starting line you still have to ask for that um that strength and and that wisdom to know how to deal with each other Mm. I've been married for Eleven years. Well, eleven years. Woo! Flowers, girl, flowers. But no, I I don't know if I believe in. I I. I, wow. I don't know if I believe in so, many. so I believe. That, <laughs> um. Again. God. Well, of course we we all believe in God. So we am going to talk about that. Um, that God puts people in your life, um, for certain reasons and things like that. And you in within that relationship that you establish it's about making sure that you're both um aligned in a particular way and i think once that works you can you know as you said jay work towards um developing or growing into that relationship over time um so yeah i think it's it marriage definitely has its um it's challenges and I remember people saying to me you know marriage is hard work but you, you kind of just don't know what that hard work is mm. um until you get into it and it can take different forms so T, I I want to ask you um what are some of the challenges that you've experienced um in mm. oh, hurry, <coughs> go on
2: <laughs> well first I want to answer the first question because you used to answer the soulmate thing but I haven't answered that one yet so, so, <laughs> so, like this is how I look at things. Yeah, that I I look at things as there is a good idea, and then there's God' I- ideas, and there's our best, and then there's God's best. Remember, I said from the beginning, everything I do, I center around God, and it may not be the same mm-hmm. thing for everybody. I understand you've got this, different listeners, but God centers is the center of my life. So, when it comes to I do believe in soulmates. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the proper definition of a soulmate is, um, but how I view a soulmate mm-hmm. is someone you're destined to be with. It's somebody who God has planned you to be with. So if we look at it like biblically, like mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, like Eve for Adam, but that's a purpose. Do you get what I mean? And then there are other characters who God has also put together for a for a purpose and I think I think that I just see as there's there's our there's our we can make decisions or we can ask God to make the decision for us and my just my experience is whenever I've made decision be relationship be a job be where I want to even a house be anything Mm -hmm. whenever I make a decision without um Mm -hmm. involving Mm -hmm. him it may seem good but it's not the best and I believe that God has his best for us um and he knows us so well like he knows us down to like every minute detail and I think Mm -hmm. it goes down to if we say Lord okay I this is this is my idea but Mm -hmm. I want to know what you think he's willing to give you that perfect pattern because that's who he is he's willing to make you happy you know and that's just how I that's how I see so I do believe in soulmates, not just because I I feel like I found one, but just from the biblical pattern that God has someone for everybody. He made us to be social beings. um, Mm -hmm. And he said, he'll give Mm -hmm. you somebody that will help you grow, that will learn, you'll you'll learn new things about yourself um, in the process. Do you get what I mean? But I think that it's always best to um, Mm -hmm. ask God who you should be with. And and then there's God's best. And God's best is like thousand times better you
1: we want things in our own time but if we, if we, you, you, yeah. you're you gonna have to wait for when god is ready to do that for you and i think a lot of people that's it that's um, it don't want to wait really they don't want to do, want to do things in their own timing and so of, of course then you'll have to face the consequences
2: sorry they said as well um uh, <laughs> that Not that the waiting means you're you're sitting there and looking at yourself in the mirror, Mm. but you just know that you you start getting that... That yes, sense of yes, this yes. person's not for me long term. Move over to the left. This person's not. And you, you, you're more decisive because you know what you want. You're not willing, you know, to like compromise. <laughs> that that's a... so. It doesn't mean that you're waiting. So don't think that I sat there six years waiting, looking at myself, I'm a good looking woman. Hey hey, you know. Um, but I I knew what I wanted. So when it, whenever someone was presented to me, yeah. I knew that that's you were not sent from God because what you're saying mm-hmm. does not align with what. I'm planning for my future the yeah,
1: right
2: I person do a little mind
0: for everybody that um, we kind of have on and there's a few words that I put down for you so of course I put god I put sda which is seven day Adventist. for those of you that I don't know I put empowerment and empowering I also put um you know a beautiful black female that's very confident um you know you mm. you're, you 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 are willing to challenge and one thing people say this all the time you know that term slain no. in their own lane? Me and Tinda was talking and we said, you know what? You're one of those people that just do what you're doing. Very de- decisive. I, this. I, I like that. Mm. I don't like that. And even in our friendship group, I do like the way you'll be like, okay, we're playing this game, girls. I don't really like it, but I'll do it for you. Or I don't want to play. We don't have no... No, because you'll find sometimes when you get peer
1: groups... No filter.
0: (laughs) No filter, but for me... Yeah, (laughs) you know what it is? It's not. not I find it quite endearing because I know exactly where I stand. Oh, really? Person, I don't do that. You know, some people talk about hints and little nudges. No, no, no. With Jay, don't give me no nudge. Tell me exactly what you got to yeah. say, so I can digest it and know what's going on. All this going round and indirect behavior. i will sometimes I feel like I'm well, i social oh, yeah. because I just don't pick up the points. I don't get when you want to cut them sideways and left and right. Just tell me what you're saying, and I really respect that about you. You be like, okay, this is what I like. This yeah. What I don't like, and I find that. Listening to you talk about the journey with regards to, you know, your courtship and your engagement and then being married, I feel like God has used that personality within you to help you to get to here where you are. Because just imagine if you weren't decisive, T. Do you get what I mean? That would have been
1: a very different story. I want to ask, though, um, what would we say to... Because I'm just conscious that... There are so many people out there and I I have friends as well who have been waiting, praying um, fervently (laughs) um, for the right partner and, you know, to find a husband and all of those things. Um, What would we say to people in those situations at this point? Because you can understand how, again, frustrating It can be in some respects because there are people who have been... um, And I'm speaking specifically about Christians in this case because it just hasn't happened for them. Um, what, Mm. What would we say to that? I mean, that's something that I often wonder about. Is it something that they've missed? Is it that it's not for everybody? And then if we're saying it's not for everybody, why would we say you know um, God wouldn't withhold any good thing from us, that kind of thing so that is something that I do wonder about, I don't know how you guys feel about that.
2: That's a tough one because only God understands each individual's um, journey he can um, yeah so it, it's a difficult one because only God understands um, every individual's journey and I I, I I agree, obviously God wants to give us good things at all times, but he, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I have to be God to answer that question because it doesn't matter how I say it. it, I may be, and it's unique for everyone's individual circumstances. Do you get what I mean? Um, And it may be that God did have somebody somebody for that person but they turned them away because they didn't like the way that the present was wrapped you get what I mean or meaning that they didn't like the way the guy looked or maybe he weren't fully ready or whatever he didn't have this way this swag he didn't have no money he didn't have no job so they probably turned quite a few away that were meant for them um or I don't know it's so it's such a unique Mm -hmm. situation it's almost like we would have uh, you know women from every Background that's in that situation to understand what have they been, what have they done thus far, you know, in their journey. Because I don't believe there are a lot of women in my church, particular forties, fifties, um, and they I have not had any children, nor have they married. And I sit there sometimes and I wonder. So these women just sat there with their legs closed this whole time. Like I don't think so, Lord. Like what has been their journey? Well, some of them may have, but what has been their journey? Mm, and mm-hmm. it wasn't good enough for them because they didn't have a degree they had an accent or you know a lot of women are very fussy and they have this ideal of what their husband should look like and it's not yeah. what god is saying i Do you find, get what i mean since
0: i would agree with that i would definitely agree with that i think well yeah oh gosh i'm just gonna carry on my point i think that um especially i found i can only speak about church and sda church because that's where i've been but i found that there's this whole hidden list that the women have the woman the man needs to have this degree he needs to be doing this he needs to be doing that and da, 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 da. and they're so caught upon their own list that they cannot um you know what i mean then decipher when god's actually got someone for them mm. do you know what i mean i,
1: I do wonder about that well because then I, I think, and T, T you spoke about oh, mm-hmm. T you spoke about this um, as well, that you had your standard, you had your idea of what this person was going to be for you. So I don't know when we talk about, you know, women being fussy and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there's a balance between the fussiness, which I believe, it, of course, that is a factor, but then people have their standards. So if I think that okay, and I've envisioned myself as marrying this uh, this kind of person who I don't know may not be the best looking, but he needs to have a degree or he needs to um, have certain some, some some kind of requirement. Am I then to um? And it doesn't have to be a degree because I realize that can sound a little bit trivial. But then I think that every woman or every person, so not just women alone, they we have an idea of who we would like in 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 life, and and so to what extent do we compromise? Then is is a question that I'm asking. Like, um, I I don't know. I, don't, I I I I'm a bit wary of not wary, but I'm a bit hesitant to judge somebody or to say that, you know, they're being a bit fussy because of the fact that they have a particular standard. Um, but I know, but you've
0: got to, to if that. you've got to, if you have got to a certain age, and please, yeah. listeners, don't feel like we're judging. It's just an open discussion and we're saying our opinions. Yeah. Um, if there is someone, as T was saying, that's got to a certain point, they are, you know, up in their 60s, they have no children there in a sense predicament that as society you know we always talk about this tinder word like oh well you should have did this you should have did that we're Mm -hmm. not saying that because you get some people that maybe they prayed about they prayed about not even to find me a husband that actually says lord should i actually be getting married we all Mm -hmm. assume that we're supposed to come out here and get married and Mm -hmm. I, i do believe the way god set up the world that, you know, there was Adam and then Eve, and they were told to go forth and for multiply, and that's how obviously the world has been populated, etc. etc. However, in this day and age, how do we know, you know, what plans God has had for individual lives? Maybe it's I know I'm probably going off on a tangent here, but you're
1: maybe right, I get what you're saying. Okay. Oh, t- 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 <laughs> I don't I'm know why you're going literally. on.
0: I was just saying, you've been such a good person to speak to on here. Like your voice, how you come across, how you're holding your own. You got this, girl. Ah, oh, thank you, honey. It's, I'm just so sad that he keeps breaking up. Just because we don't see certain things, we do not know. Yeah, mm. obviously everyone's like what you said, M.T. Everyone's got their personal story, and also this is me being a bit imaginative. Well, imagine say in their 20s or 30s, they got the opportunity to leave the country. Maybe they were supposed to go to Africa or the Caribbean. or Exactly. Be, be something. And that's where their husband was. But because they didn't go, that didn't happen. Like God has things planned yeah, out in such a way. You oh. know, every time you make a decision, you know, you're moving closer to one thing or the other, aren't you? So maybe um, that's that, that decision you didn't make without the prayer for life. How can you see where you're going without God's eyes? Like it's but quite But that's to why dude,
2: we we say that our our steps are ordered by God. So if we truly believe that, then we will try and align ourselves with it and say, Okay, God, I did all what I thought was the correct thing, which is what I said. I I've done my own thing, and clearly it's not been the best. Now you show me what what it is that you want. Mm. really what what do you have for me and you see sometimes god wants to test us that way do you get what i mean he yeah. wants us to in to faith.
0: it's a stepping out on faith yeah to that, you know i'm gonna stop everything doing from my way and especially as single black females in this society and i'm not i'm not wanting one, no one to play no violin for us because we're strong and we're it can be hard out here when everybody has got something to say about what you do. Everybody's got something yeah. to say about what age you have your child or what age you don't yeah. have a child. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got something to say about where, how you wear your hair, how tight your skirt is, what car. Everybody got, you know, as women, people just chat, chat, chat us. We don't get a minute to just be like, can you just let us be? People have always yeah. got something to say. So you do yeah. really, I think that having that peace in God for me is very important, especially being of this gender being in this society and being who we are as women you have to have that extra you know that extra seventh blessing as i like to call it that extra god gene because if you don't it can be very difficult to navigate out here especially if you are single as well on top of it Mm. also what i would like to add is a lot of women these days are
2: very self-sufficient, including myself. So my hand is raised, two hands are raised very Mm -hmm. high in the air. We have to learn to adapt. (laughs) Very self-sufficient. So we will be comfortable because we have the qualification, we have the job, we have the house, we have the car. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard women say, well, what can a man do for me? Because I've already, I've got everything. Now that is the wrong mentality yes, to it have. Is, it
0: is and, you hard.
2: know, if you carry on that way, then your husband isn't going to come. Because part of waiting also is preparing yourself, you know, as a, as a mm-hmm. woman. You know, are you ready for a husband? Because when one comes, honey, especially if you're so super independent and self-sufficient, you're going to have to learn how to be different in the marriage You don't wear the pants, you know, and that's one thing for me that I've had to learn being a very strong um, and independent woman and raising the child virtually by myself. um, It has Um, caused me to have a certain mindset. And then when you marry a man, that's a man's man, you know, very much just a man's man. You you know what I mean when I say that when you marry that type of guy, you have to know, your place without that sounding 1960s because it's not
0: but just know know i'm just gonna interject there when it comes that when people say oh 1960s none of 1960s what it is is if you're happy to play your gender role and that man is bringing what he needs to bring to the table and you're bringing to what you need to the table you can be happy with him being the male and the man and you being the female and the woman the problem is why, we, why women have, to ha- have had to become so independent and strong over these, you know, our parents' generations and, our, you know, our mom's generations in particular is because a lot of the men wanted that kingship and wanted to be the king of their castle, but they weren't ruling. And when they were ruling, they were ruling in foolishness do you see what i'm saying so then we watched our mothers do all this by themselves so then we come up now and we're doing everything our mom our mom did and probably having a korean doing extra stuff because you know as time goes on you know life becomes more and more as we can see the way the world's going so i'm not personally against gender roles if the man can do his role in what he's supposed to do so when you're gonna ask me and i'm gonna zizi mill said this and i'm i'm with it a hundred percent when a man wants to ask a woman if she can cook our question should be, can you provide? Because what am I cooking? Are you bringing the food for me to cook? It's not just can I cook, you know? What am I cooking? Do you see? Exactly. And that's what the problem mm. is. I, for me personally, I'm old-fashioned like that. I'll happily have your children, keep the house clean, you know, do all of that stuff, have my little business on the side and whatever, but you have to be doing your part. There's, I'm not doing your part and my part, and then my part some more to run down stuff But you
2: see, I'm, I'm not even talking about those things because most women... Most women, especially most women that understand the order of God, won't have an issue with those things. The things that I've had to figure out is when my husband's speaking and he's saying something, I don't need to always interject. Do you understand what I mean? Because I have a, I, I'm so strong... That, Do you get what I'm saying, ladies? Like, it's the small things you'll start having to figure out within the marriage, not them big things. Like, I'll be happy to cook you dinner. I'll I'll be happy, you know. Those things are cool, but it's these other things where you've got to let the man be the man. And just because you can do it or you have been doing it, doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you need to sit down and now let the man do it. Those things we have to learn. Do you get what I mean?
0: Yeah, and you have. it's just taking (laughs) taking that that step back back and knowing...
1: Um, Sorry, go on. Oh, I was going to say that, you know, it comes down to the whole idea of compromise in some respects, because then you could talk about that being a personality thing as well, because some people are just naturally strong minded or strong willed, and they're used to doing certain things on their own in their own way, particularly, as you said, to women who have already established themselves. Yeah. In so many- ways so then it becomes almost like a tug of war and this kind of understanding you you know it takes the woman in some respects to on and the man the man has a lot of work to do as well but we're not going to talk about them because we're talking about women but um I think the woman has to really think about what 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 that type of the type of man that she has um, who that man is, and what be- best works for him, and what will best work in the relationship, and that ch- I think that that differs from relationship to relationship. But I think it does take some kind of okay now really observing and yeah. know what to do when. To yeah, say, you have to pay attention, to the right thing, um, and so on. Um, for me, it's also
2: think- like um, trusting that that man can take control because us women again when you've been by yourself for a while especially when you raise a child for a certain amount of time by yourself you're in control of everything you know everything you know and it's like handing over the reins in a way to another another individual you've got it there's a lot of trust that has to be put in place there Mm
0: -hmm. and you have to
2: be willing to kind of let go of control and if you allow me to give you a very small example um of one of the things that we've done like okay we'll go church together we'll drive a car my husband will be driving and I will see a space that's nearest to the church I'll be like oh husband just park there he's not parking there he's parking somewhere else in my mind I'm like why is that just park there it's much easier for me. I've got heels on it's closer just park there and I remember him saying I'm parking here like you don't need to tell me where to park I'm driving the car when you're driving you park where you want to park when I'm driving I want to park here and as mm-hmm. small as it sounds I had to then look within myself as Do you know what
1: let it doesn't need to be a
2: do thing. what he's doing yeah. you don't yeah. always have to yeah. interject do you get what i mean you don't yeah. always have to be in control mm-hmm. so you've got lots of
0: little like that's a small example but i think it's key it's, it's what, what you said it's the learning that... curve and are you paying attention because i think i'm definitely resonating with what you're saying like for my situation if i am showing i think we're all teachers here as um you know most most of you guys know, but T is a teacher as well. So in that classroom environment, or even when you're mentoring someone in, as part of your job or you're leading or you're line manager or something, I'm not saying that you take that hat home, but sometimes we do and don't realise it. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we're doing. And your man's going looking at you like, okay that is what you do but this is my this is my domain now and I'm saying this and I'm doing this and we do have a way of rolling our eyes or having that little attitude and sometimes you have to check yourself like hold just hold back you don't need to be doing all of that and then sometimes I've experienced where you know when you get checked and you're getting your feelings
2: (laughs) yeah when
0: you get checked and you're feeling some kind of way you have to be like babe you know what I didn't even realize I was coming across that way but I think it's that acknowledging where you've not done wrong but how you know how they want to be treated because the, the same goes you treat you you teach someone how you want to be treated mm-hmm. and I think in that instance when you're building that relationship and communicating with each other and things like that and you know being married and living with each other and all those things you have to then to start to learn to be around each other in that context and how to communicate with each other in that context and I think a big thing as well something that really bothers me and my mom taught me this as well and I've seen it with my parents we have to be mindful of how we treat them indoors and outdoors I hate to oh, see yeah. them yeah I hate to see like please let and people can slate me or come for me whatever I don't really business but don't be talking down to your man in front of people Mm-mm. if he's saying something and you disagree or whatever just hold your corner you don't have to be making a scene or like that just Mm-mm. hold it
1: Just, you know, what I
0: mean, and I think sometimes we're so used to having our opinion and having our say, you know, I mean, we forget ourselves sometimes. And I'm I'm not saying don't be strong willed. I'm not saying, you know, don't take away from your character. But you are supposed to be, to me, in my opinion, what I understand of a relationship of marriage, you need to bring out the best in each other. So, if you know if doing a certain thing is going to annoy him and get on his nerves and irritate him and vice versa, why are you doing that thing? And as soon as you've learned that, you need to adjust to treat him in the way that is going to please him. So that you, and you also want to be, be treated in a way that's going to please you. And
2: it's okay to be to, to quiet on yourself sometimes.
0: Especially yes.
2: When you're out there in the company of others, and your husband is speaking, and you know, I, I'm, I'm very opinionated, I, I like to give my opinion on something. But sometimes it's not always, I don't always have to speak. And yeah. it's very difficult when you're a woman that usually just says what you want whenever you want, however you want it. But uh, now it's uh, not about me you are one half of the person. So what you're saying or how you say something is reflecting on him and vice versa. Yes. And it's okay to be quiet and let the man lead. Yes, you probably mm-hmm. are very more. You probably very knowledgeable about the topic, and you know you're say your opinion. But sometimes it's okay to be quiet. And um, when I um we've kind of learned that during during even the courtship forget the marriage for the courtship I was I was learning that and at first I thought it made me look weak or I was worried that or what do people think all of a sudden she's she's with this guy all of a sudden she's quiet that's not that's not key is she being controlled I was looking at at a negative point of view how are people going to see that I'm not talking as much as I was before and that's, it's nothing, you don't need to know. It's nothing you don't need to, to do with that. It's nothing yeah. to do with that. That It's actually maturity. It's actually respect yep. um, yep. that you're allowing your husband to talk and that you can quiet yourself and control yourself. And when it's time for us to say something, to can. And my husband will do the same thing when he sees that I'm fully so passionate about something. He'll go very quiet just to allow me to express what I'm expressing um, during that time. Yeah. yeah. I
1: there is what is important as well that having that balance between the two of you so him also acknowledging that when you're quite passionate about something yeah he'll feed and give you that space to speak and vice versa um and I was thinking as well like the tendency like when people are talking about their their partners use that word again um with their friends the tendency is that we'll always um, we tend to like we'll say maybe the negative things or we we might complain but when you when you do that and that's one of the pieces of marriage marital advice I received very early on before I got married um, somebody said to me you know when you're saying or talking about things with relation to your partner be careful of what you say because that person that you're telling that thing too will have that lasting impression of him so even though you've already moved on and even though in the relationship you've gotten over whatever hurdle it is you were complaining about that other person outside of your relationship hasn't moved on either so they they um still have that perception of who your partner is so you need to when you're if you are going to share things i I think jay you've mentioned this previously yes i'm I'm a
0: very big i'm very big on that say you're gonna say say the good and the bad
2: oh yes
1: yeah say the good and the bad um right guys i want to just ask t um and and jay as well um you mentioned about blended families Mm -hmm. or you mentioned the fact that you have a son rather um how have you found the experience of bringing that into the fold of your relationship so you have your partner well your husband um and then you have your son um how have you found blending that has it been a challenge or
2: it has its ups and downs, it has its ups and downs um part of meeting my now husband um as well as 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 God approving for me if my child is happy or if I sense that that don't that don't fit right, that's not happening you know um mm-hmm. because he's my heartbeat, and I don't like the fact that some women they put their own happiness before their child um, and mm. it's not so with me so um when they first met it was actually just as again it was strange even if they've known each other for a long time um and that was when my son was 10 he was just I didn't bring men around my child um mm. so I was a bit concerned with how is he you know how is he going to gel with this new person but it was fine it was almost like he knew him already um so that was fine but raising a young black boy you now he's a teenager he's 15 he's gonna be 16 soon teenagers go for their own changes he's mm. turning into a young man he's finding him his own feet you know he's just going through his own little stages and there are times when there's ups and downs like i've said but at the same time i really appreciate the man that i've married because my son is very similar to how my husband my husband was very similar to how my son is now when he was that age. So he's able to kind of understand and get to his level and understand him. Mm. And I like the fact that my husband's very much a man's man. So, like, I'm a very protective mom. I'm like a lioness over my club. So in my mind, he can't do any wrong. Or even if he does do wrong, like, I, he's just my baby. But whereas my husband will see it from a man's perspective, like Mm, okay you need that don't yeah if you don't approach this this way now um wifey it will turn into this and he sticks to his guns like he's very much you know we're growing up a young man not a boy he's not a baby and at times Mm. that's caused a bit of a clash for me because i still see him as my baby but then if I'm looking at it again as how God has put a man in your life for a reason, not just for you, but because your son needs to know what it is to have a, a, a real man, not that his own father isn't, but a godly man who is able to guide him because he's already gone through these footsteps, you know? Mm. So um there like I said, there's ups and downs, however, the bigger picture of it is, um it's exactly as as how God has meant it to be. So I, I wouldn't want it to be any other way. Because the longer term, this is the type of man. My husband is the type of man I would want my son to grow up to be. Amen. Okay? And that's- if that's he married, then then that's it. That's perfect. So if mm. he wasn't the type of man that I would want my son to be, then there'll be a problem. But because of the way he carries himself, my husband, I mean the type of man he is, the heart that he has, the way that he's bent towards God, the way that he's loving, he's kind, he's caring, that's how I want my son to be, so therefore shoot mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
0: love it um, for me um the blended family situation um similar situation, but I have a princess instead of a prince, <laughs> and you guys know um Mela, I was talking about her, she's going to be 18 in March actually so for oh my me um, my um, should I say professionally professionally fiancé has been around <laughs> um, since Mella was three so she's practically mm. grown up with him they have, at first it was very um, I think I've had the same issue whereby he will see things and kind of click onto things that I'm not seeing the way I should be seeing and sometimes you don't really want to see it that way but you do have to take on And You know, you have that male and and female energy for a reason and you have their perspective and we do need to take it on as mothers. If you're going to have a man in your life and you have children, to me, a real man, you love the cow. My dad always says to me, you love the cow, you love the calf. Mm -hmm. Like T said, Mela is also my heartbeat. So for me, she's a part of me. If you're going to love and care for me, she comes with that package. You cannot ignore my daughter or dismiss her or anything like that. And my other half very much takes on that role a bit to the best of his ability caring loving and for me it's kind of the the juxtaposition to what um t said for me i want to i want to show my daughter how you're supposed to be treated
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i don't want i wouldn't put up with no rubbish from nobody because i'm showing her that listen that's not how a man's supposed to treat you
2: absolutely
0: yeah I mean so I wouldn't want to be with someone that's treating me you know verbally abusing me or treating me a certain way not looking after us not doing even little doing you know doing things around the house you know the gender roles and things like that I want her to see that to be like okay this is how I'm supposed to be treated and even even so not that I'm in a bad situation but even choose Quicker, better, faster, and have that little wisdom that I didn't have when I was in when I was leaving home and stuff. Hopefully, mm-hmm. she can see a little bit more than I saw because I didn't know I wasn't privy to certain things. um Yeah, I would definitely agree. There, there is teething issues when they're it's when someone when someone's around your child and they kind of want to be like almost check your child or they're having what we would class sometimes when you're overprotective mother as negative things you have to learn it's not like negative it's positive positive criticism and it's going to help your child in the long run so you have to be open to that um, co-parenting and allowing them to have their say and get involved because I'm not being funny if it comes to you know this, ma- this man coming into your life and you blending the families. When is if he pays a bill, it goes for your child as well. If he buys food, it goes for your child as well. So why, when it comes to him joining in with the caring and the discipline of the child, do we want to stop? We can't yeah. be like that.
1: Have one foot in and one foot out. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And I, I mean, find I sometimes. On, sorry. sorry, Um, I don't have any experience. Um, you know, whether it's my own family or my in, within my marriage. But I can imagine that it does. It is quite a challenge. But what rings out to me from what both of you have said is the idea of again finding the right partner and making sure that that partner is emulating what you would like to see within your child. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it how a man should treat a, a woman or how a man should be in 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 each case. So um, I think that's quite interesting to see. I think the dynamic may change or will be slightly different also when the other partner has a has a has a, has a um has ch- a child or children and then you're merging those two in the household and that because when when you do that as well then you've got another person attached that you have to consider which is their 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 mother so the the, the children are you following me there yeah (laughs) right so you have to also add that into the equation which becomes a lot more complicated but i think based on what you guys said it still can and will work once there is cooperation and once um the the partnership is is a good one it's a complementary one
0: our role as the female is so important in this respect because you have to kind of balance things out Mm. So, when your other half is saying to you this, this, and this, and they may not know sometimes how to convey that to your child, you have to then take on board what they're saying without your feelings, without getting your back up because Him, my, child, my child and what you can't get vexed. You have to take it on. No. You have to listen. You have to think about, okay, how can I convey this to my child and help them to understand what's down the road, what I did that I didn't see, and you're definitely not going to see because you're young and I'm not seeing it because i am just got my mummy glasses on. But you know, my other half is seeing things. You know, that whole outside, um, somebody from the outside looking in perspective, they're yeah. going to see things that you just don't see. Absolutely. And that's the truth about it. And you don't always want to hear it, but you have to take it on board, especially if you're knowing your heart of hearts, it is best for your child. Mm. And I come from
2: uh, a blended family. So my mom and dad divorced when I was young and then they both remarried and then they both had separate children. So I'm mm. one of six and I've watched, you know my mum and dad start their own families and still have me and my older brother. And mm. when I was younger, I was awful to my stepdad. I was horrible. I was a brat to, to my stepfather. And I don't fully really know why. There's some aspects of why, but but it really wasn't good enough the way I treated him. And it's not until I to, like, grew older I realized actually he was really good to me. He was very patient with me incredibly patient with me and even if I was this little bratty teen he wouldn't um take it personal he'd show me love at all times you know and I actually learned a lot from from him as my stepfather so Mm. coming from a blended family like and Pharrell has this Pharrell's way more mature than me so you know if he sees something that he doesn't like he probably wouldn't respond the way that I respond he's a little bit more Mm. patient than I was but um yeah I don't know I don't know I, I think like you've just said it, it's it's important that the two of you understand that you're growing up this child to mm. be a, a citizen of this world and you want ultimately nothing but the best for that, for that child mm-hmm. and if you both have the understanding then you will do well
0: did you catch the gems people did you catch the gems T you've been absolutely amazing listening to your wisdom and your honesty and your openness i just want to thank you so much for just opening up and letting our listeners just hear about the different phases of obviously courtship being engaged and you know putting a bit of you and your heart and soul into it and letting people know how wonderful your life can be and the things that god can do for you if we would just put him first and -hmm. have that prayerful life do you know what i mean i think And we talk about prayer and we talk about you know being still and knowing that God is who he says he is and you're just a perfect testimony of that with regards to just what God can do for you if you would but just let him
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. so um, those are my finishing thoughts I'm going to let you guys do your finishing thoughts and then before we go um, T we have a little game that we like to play at the end of our podcast but I'll share it with you once you guys have said your finishing thoughts
1: okay to you go ahead.
2: Um, well, I wish you were like able to tell me about finishing thoughts. my gosh. <laughs> <like>, um, <laughs> finishing thoughts upon happened.
1: No, okay, no. so I'll go then. <laughs> <laughs> finishing just,
2: thoughts? What's this?
1: It's just a summary or summing up. Or well, what you would like uh, to leave episode. the listeners with. So what I um what I've taken away from, from this is the power of prayer you take my friends them um, easy. Yes, <laughs> honey. I have some good up, good up friends. Um yes, but I you know, Latoya, you strike me as again somebody very um strong-minded. When I say strong-minded, you um as Jay said earlier, you 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 slay in your own lane. Okay, you don't really allow other people or other things to um, determine things for you, and that's something that's quite admirable. And it's paid off in your life and in your relationships. And um, I would encourage people to one, find friends like the Toya. Yes,
0: <laughs> you can't have her, she belongs to us. Don't come. <laughs>
1: um and we we definitely love to have you back on at some point just to kick it with us and to add your insight cuz it's always good to have kind of a third voice and a of third course. perspective on things um but what what i think is very clear is your faith and how that carries you through and how you've relied on that mm-hmm. and i think yeah. it's quite exemplary and something that we can all learn from so yeah mm-hmm thanks so much girl
2: thank you I would like to say thank you ladies for inviting me and yes I will definitely come back I'm not one to really go into into my private business but I dabbled a little bit um because I believe that we we have to show our testimonies to be able to learn yeah Yeah, exactly we we learn from one another
0: yeah as a community i think sometimes as black females i think it's got better with our generation but i would definitely say and tinder and i've said this before if we don't talk how are the next ones gonna know
2: yeah absolutely absolutely. no one's not gonna
0: know and then we're looking at them like oh they should know this they should know that how they're gonna know who's told them
2: so Um, you know we're all teachers and we're we're around young girls all the time and you know even reflecting on my experience today like it's having we have to teach the next generation how to conduct themselves, you know. Yeah. I'm finding out that the young girls today, they don't know themselves. They don't even know how to begin to understand themselves. Um, mm-hmm. They don't know how to control their emotions. And they're all good deep down, but they just don't know what to do with themselves. And it's women like you that they need to have around them to mentor okay. them, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, you, you guys have kind of subbed me up, really. I, there's nothing. What's my last thing? Thoughts? What is it that I want to say? Um, oh, yeah, the same thing I said on my wedding day don't settle for anything less than what you deserve. That is my
0: well, finishing yes. okay, then. So, last thing before we go, right? So, I'm going to give you a word, the seven words, I'm going to say one of them at each time, and then you need to say the first thing that comes to your mind when I say that word. Okay, mm-hmm. are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one I'm going to say is love. Always. Marriage. In time. Woman. Strong. Music. Heartbeat. Nineteen nineties. Music. <laughs> <laughs> time.
2: Nah, yeah, that was yeah. my answer. The time ticking, did you hear?
1: Oh,
0: okay. Oh, <laughs> oh we amazing. did hear that. But I like that. And then the last one is fun. Friends. Ah, uh, yay. All right then, so good afternoon, good evening, good night people, thank you so much for listening we want to thank um, our friend Miss T aka Latoya for joining us and dropping some amazing gems around marriage and courtship and being that prayerful woman of God, Mm. we want to thank you all for listening, you can find us at hexagonals (laughs) (laughs) hexagonals hexagonals At on Instagram we mostly do Instagram guys don't worry about nothing else but um, thank you and good night thank would you love to say goodbye yeah, bye bye. bye god bless
2: god bless bye bye everyone bye